The top five at five. That half measures often don't work, and so I think what the judge do is release all the information. I think that's in the public's interest. This way people can know whether there's a serious allegation or this is more manufactured. Well, the judge is ordering the DOJ to make public the search affidavit for Trump's Mar-a-Lago search. Hearings for congestion pricing are underway, and people aren't happy. But New Yorkers are coming together to denounce violence after an off-duty cop was viciously beaten and robbed in the Bronx. A new report says President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan will cost taxpayers hundreds of billions of dollars. Millions of Americans are behind on their power bills and are facing shutoffs of the cost of energy has risen due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Well, a judge has ordered the Justice Department to make public a redacted version of the affidavit it relied on when federal agents searched the Florida estate of former President Donald Trump to look for classified documents. The directive from U.S. Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt came hours after federal law enforcement submitted under seal the portions of the affidavit that they want to keep secret as their investigation moves forward. The judge said the department must file its redacted version by noon today. Former acting Solicitor General Neil Katal was on MSNBC. I think the Justice Department won in a totally different way today because I think that what those proposed redactions are going to be tomorrow, the part that's not redacted that we'll all get to see, I suspect it's going to have some damning information about Donald Trump. The redactions proposed by the department are likely to be extensive, so it's not clear how much new information about the investigation will be revealed Federal agents are investigating potential violations of three different federal laws, including one that governs gathering, transmitting, or losing defense information under the Espionage Act, this according to the documents that were already made public. Well, drivers got their first chance to share concerns with the MTA about its proposed congestion pricing plan. The first of six public hearings was held last night and live-streamed via the MTA website with representatives to field questions and comments. Drivers told CBS2 they are not too thrilled with the idea. I don't think it's a good idea. Why? Well, we're just, inflation is here. So the more we pay, uh, the less in our pocketbook, the less we have to spend. Well, the new congestion pricing program will create tolls for driving below 60th Street in Manhattan. The idea of congestion pricing is to create some $1 billion to help save buses, subways, and commuter rail lines. But many drivers say they shouldn't have to carry the burden. Customers who don't have Easy Pass could pay up to $34.50 more per day for driving into the area. If approved, the new tolls could be implemented by late 2023 or early 2024. Well, the community is coming together last night to denounce increased violence in the Bronx. It comes days after an off-duty NYPD officer was robbed and assaulted. Protesters are demanding safer streets, not only for citizens, but for law enforcement as well. Mohammed Chowdhury, a Castle Hill resident, spoke to CBS2. When is more more violation we are not a secured we are not we we not feeling secured one police officer is not secured how can i we secured so we demonstration against this because maybe we i will be next maybe someone will be next well tuesday off duty nypd officer mohammed chowdhury went for a jog on olmsted avenue where he was attacked by three men near the tumble avenue intersection the 48 year old was hit in the head and knocked unconscious, authorities say the thieves took off in a black Honda sedan with his cell phone, keys, and wallet. Cops say they're trying to determine if an Inwood heist early last Friday was committed by the same violent crew where another off-duty cop was beaten unconscious. We'll talk more about that later in the show. 
Well, President Biden's federal student loan forgiveness plan will cost U.S. taxpayers between $440 billion and $600 billion over the next 10 years. This according to the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. The Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget settled on a central estimate of approximately $500 billion. This according to a report that was released yesterday. Biden announced up to $20,000 in federal student loan forgiveness on Wednesday. Students who attend college using federal Pell Grants qualify for the $20,000, but those who didn't use the program qualify for just ten grand in forgiveness. The handout only applies to borrowers making less than $125,000 a year. I will never apologize for helping Americans working, working Americans middle class, especially not to the same folks who voted for a $2 trillion tax cut that mainly benefited the wealthiest Americans and the biggest corporations that slowed the economy, didn't do a hell of a lot for economic growth, and wasn't paid for and racked up this enormous deficit. Well, more than 43 million Americans have federal student debt, amounting to a total of more than $1.6 trillion. Nearly one-third of those owe less than $10,000, and more than half owe less than $20,000. This according to the latest federal data. Critics have argued that Biden's program will contribute to already- Record high levels of inflation in the U.S. Well, the U.S. is facing a looming crisis of utility shutoffs with a record number of households falling behind on their power bills. Industry observers and experts are telling us about 20 million U.S. households or about one out of six homes are behind their utility bills, the most on record. This according to the National Energy Assistance Directors Association. Electricity prices have soared due to rising costs for natural gas, which has skyrocketed following Russia's invasion of Ukraine in late February. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.